Good morning. If you'd please stand as you are able and join me in our responsive reading, which this morning is Psalm number 30, found on page 15 in your black Psalter books. Psalm 30. I will exalt you, O God, because you have lifted me up and have not let my enemies triumph over me. O my God, I cried out to you, and you restored me to health. For divine wrath endures but the twinkling of an eye, divine favor for a lifetime. Weeping may spend the night, but joy comes in the morning. While I felt secure, I said, I shall never be disturbed. You, O God, with your favor, made me as strong as the mountains. Then you hid your face, and I was filled with fear. I cried to you, O God, I pleaded with you, saying, What profit is there in my blood if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you or declare your faithfulness? Hear, O God, and have mercy upon me. O God, be my helper. You have turned my wailing into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. Therefore, my heart sings to you without ceasing. O oh God, my God, I will give you thanks forever. Ezekiel chapter 17, beginning at the 22nd verse. Thus says the Lord God, 
I myself will take a sprig from the lofty top of a cedar. I will set it out. I will break off a tender one from the topmost of its young twigs. I myself will plant it on a high and lofty mountain. On the mountain height of Israel, I will plant it, in order that it may produce boughs and bear fruit, and become a noble cedar. Under it every bird will live, and the shade of its branches will nest winged creatures of every kind. All the trees of the field shall know that I am the Lord. I bring low the high tree, I make high the low tree. I dry up the green tree and make, dry, make the dry tree to flourish. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will accomplish it. The growing trend of houseplants among people born between the years 1982 and the year 2000 is explored in a recent article from the Los Angeles Times entitled, They Don't Own Homes, They Don't Have Kids, Why Millennials Are Plant Addicts. <laughs> this article aims to get at the root of this phenomenon in cultivation. To this point, I must confess that, as a millennial, I am a plant enthusiast, whereas some might say, a proud plant parent. <laughs> Being the plant lover that I am, I recently started propagating more plants by way of cutting, a form of asexual plant reproduction. I learned this process from my grandmother. One of the many things I remember about her kitchen was the cluster of antique jars and vases that lined her windowsill above the sink. The jars contained little leafy stems of her larger plants from the living room. I once watched with horror as she walked around cutting leaves and stems off these plants. Seeing my concern, my grandmother assured me that the plants were not hurt, that she was actually just going to create new plants. She only had to place these little clippings in one of the water-filled glass jars and wait for new roots to grow. Ezekiel tells us a beautifully imagined tale of God doing a little plant propagating. God climbs to the top of the cedar and takes a tender sprig from the uppermost branches and plants this cutting on another mountain. A quick note here about plant cuttings and clippings. They not only grow in water-filled jars on windowsills, but also in moist soil. In Ezekiel's story, God plants this cutting so that in the future, it will grow to be a noble cedar and a magically fruit-producing conifer and grow up to be a place where every kind of bird will find shade and rest. Ezekiel lived through a tough time in Israel's history. The Babylonians had forced the Israelites into exile, and God's temple in Jerusalem was destroyed. Ezekiel blamed the harsh exile on Israel's distorted relationship with God. But he reminded the people that 
their future didn't have to be under Babylonian captivity because ultimately God creates new life. God isn't in the business of terrible endings. God is about new beginnings full of life, just like that tender clipping of the cedar, which will grow and provide food, shelter, and shade to every winged creature. So why are millennials plant-obsessed? The LA Times suggests that the mounting uncertainty of the present leaves millennials confounded about the future. Caring for houseplants, nurturing life itself, provides moments of sanctuary in the midst of the unpredictable. In taking plant clippings, I am mesmerized by the ease with which new life emerges. In the past few visits to my parents' home, I've taken cuttings of a few of my mom's plants, some of which she inherited from her mother and her grandmother. Sometimes reminders of resurrection and new life are growing right before our very eyes. Hebrew Bible scholar Catherine Dar suggests that Ezekiel chapter 17 reminds us that the metaphors we employ to talk about the future are not inconsequential. To the contrary, they play a role in shaping the future. Working to help new life take root on mountaintops and on windowsills like, sounds like a good image of the future to me, no matter if that new life is a tender sprig of a cedar or a cutting from the family Christmas cactus. God isn't about the work of bad endings, but only new beginnings. Let us pray. God of the cedars and of the houseplants, you are always creating life with abounding love. Help us to envision and live into our future full of life. And when we struggle to do so, send us prophets like Ezekiel to call us back to your life-giving ways. Amen. Let us join now in praying the Lord's Prayer, found on the reverse of your order of worship. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Please stand as you are able and join together in singing, This is my song, O God of all the nations, hymn number 29.
now let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord in all that we do. Amen.